Well, babe, we did it. We wrote a book. Yeah, man, it's it's actually surreal to even think about uh, that we wrote a book, had a baby, got married, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> <laughs> but the book is now available yeah. for pre-order, and we're so excited to share it with you. Oh, so looking forward to getting this book into your hands, to be in dialogue and conversation with all of you as we continue to liberate love from old imprints and codependent dynamics that keep us small, stuck, and stagnant. Yeah, you know, no matter your relationship status, this book walks you through what shaped you, why do you do what you do in relationship. It dives deep into your relationship blueprint, attachment styles, and most importantly, which is different than every other book that's ever covered codependency in the past, we explore the role of the nervous system in that. And the book is called Liberated Love. Yeah. Release your codependent patterns and create the love you desire. Go to createthelove.com slash liberated love to order your copy now. That's createthelove.com slash liberated love and get that pre-order in and you'll be able to get a free download of a meditation we created and a workbook that goes along with it. Much love and appreciation for your support. Much love. Thank you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mark Rose podcast, a solo episode I've been really feeling into when I get an intuitive hit that I need to record something that's flowing through me, something that is, I want to say triggering me, but that's probably not the right word, enlivening me, giving me energy, making me passionate. Although you might be listening to this during the holiday season, this is true at all times, all seasons of our life, because I think what I'm going to talk to you about is correlated to family, correlated to historical relationships and historical patterns that start, you know, the moment that we go into people-pleasing mode, the moment that we go into, you know, sort of adapting, chameleoning. I don't know if that's a term verbalized. I just turned that into a verb. Chameleonizing yourself, which is really shape-shifting in order to adapt to the environment, which is very much a survival strategy that we develop as children to be able to be who we need to be in order to feel safe. And so if you're not familiar with when that occurs, you know, it's usually between the ages of around zero and eight that we are sent an immense amount of messages, both from our families, our media, our culture, from society, from our churches that are saying, this is the type of person you need to be. These are the life paths that you need to choose. This is what it means to be your gender. This is what it means to uh, what job you're supposed to pick, what education you're supposed to choose. This is what a fulfilling or one that's going to make you enough money to take care of your family or to be independent. And so all these messages were just constantly inundated with. And so from about the ages of zero to eight, that's occurring. And we are starting to become who we need to be in order to be loved, in order to be safe in our families, in the world, not rock the boat. And if anything, you know, you wake up within that role and you realize that you're in a role that you adapted, that you're like, wait, that's not who I actually am. That's not actually what I authentically wanted to do. That's not my authentic opinion. Why have I hidden my voice? And we wake up to that once we experience a certain level of pain from the mask we wear, from the persona 
that we have for the world. And that pain is so important to pay attention to because if we don't pay attention to it with its subtle blows, it shows up with, you know, the cosmic two by four, but then it hits us with a tsunami and we are continuously invited subtly and then we are rocked to say like, hey, are you ready? Are you ready to wake up? Are you ready to give birth to your authentic self? Are you ready to use your voice? Are you ready? And my question to you is, are you? Because you don't have to wait till you have to, you can choose to. You can in this moment say, there are conversations I need to have, there are ways I need to be, there are things I need to say, there are systems that I need to stand up to. I really think, you know, we look back and we go, how do I want to be remembered in these moments? And whenever those moments are for you, it's going to be significant. For you will be something specific. But it might be a global moment, it might be a global experience. We have to constantly be checking in with those types of questions. I heard a woman share a quote yesterday. I don't know who it's from, uh, but she said that if you wake up every day and you think, what is the future that I want to hold? What is the future that I want to create? And if you wake up every day and you say, how do I make this day one that I remember that leads to the future I crave, to the future I want? How do I make this a past that leads to that future? And I started this podcast wanting to express to you the conversation about worth. And it correlates to the fear of actually expressing our authentic voice because we're afraid if I am authentic, I will not get your affirmation. I will not get your approval. This is how we externalize self-worth. That if you approve of what I say, then I'm worthy. Then I'm enough. But it's actually in the expression of what we want to say that our worth lives. It's, you know, you, you don't share your voice to be validated by the person you're sharing it with. You share it to hear it. Just the powerful act of hearing your voice is transformative. Are likely not going to get it right the first times. You know, it's certainly true for me. And it continues to be true that as you explore conversations you've never had, how are you supposed to just be perfect at them and great at them? But as they say in recovery, it's not about, it's about progress, not perfection. And so this is about progress. How do we become better? How do we show up better? How do we expand as human beings? How do we take up more space with our worthiness, our wholeness expands? And our relationship containers need to expand to hold the greater versions of us. The deepening of the relationship occurs from the deepening of selves. I say selves because there's another person in that relationship. And in a family, there's a whole system that the system has to expand to hold more of ourselves. And you know the relationship that you want, the person, the job, the passions you have, they're going to change. The one that you wanted at 22 is not the relationship you're going to want at 42 and 62. And it's by having courageous conversations that the system or the 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 organism that is the relationship itself that is separate from you, separate from the other person, that it learns to adapt. Because it's adapting to the communication of your expectations, of the changes, of the transformations that you're going through. So I want to leave this with the reminder that your worth should never depend on someone else's validation As soon as we do that, as soon as we depend on someone's validation of our worth, we lose our power. 
because we become dependent on them. We become dependent on them to say we're enough. And then we dance and we people please so that they don't take away their validation, which is our worth. And this is how we get into the dance of being a chameleon. Your worth lives in who you are. It is directly correlated to the alignment of your integrity with your values. The alignment of who you are being with who, what, what you value in being a human being. And you can figure out what you value by looking at the people you admire. Because as soon as you go into people-pleasing or dancing or putting a mask on or persona, you are out of alignment with your inherent value as a human being. Because you are saying who I am is not enough to just be. And this is a process, my friends. One that I am constantly dancing and learning in. Like, enoughness, right? It is, it's the hardest thing to receive people's love because we have to believe we're worthy of it. It's the hardest thing to step into because it's unfamiliar. And this is the growth of being a human. This is the growth of taking up space. But do we ever need you in your alignment? We need you in your worth. We need you in your fire. We need your voice. So thank you for showing up. And I ask, what can you do today that puts you in the path of being in alignment with the integrity of what you value? How are you out of alignment with it? What can you do in this moment, in this day, that gets you one step closer? It's not about a radical shift right now. It's about how do you just get 1% more you and do that every day. And in a year, you'll be 365% more you, which is beautiful, right? It's about progress, not perfection. Just a little reminder. So wherever you listen to this, please give it a five-star review, a written review, subscribe to the podcast. I love you and I appreciate you. And it's the most beautiful thing when we learn that we are in control of our worth, that no one else holds it. You are the one that holds it. So here we are. Much love. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, one of the best ways to support the show is to go subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any more. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to it, or share the episode with your community on Instagram or whatever social place you like to hang out. This helps get it into more people's ears, and I'm so grateful for your support always. Thanks again for tuning in. Much love.